The Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler, Episode 31, Why Your Personal Brand is Failing to Connect with More Customers, featuring superb copywriter and my good friend, Jeff Coleman. Welcome to the Brand Ed Podcast, the show that helps you position, pitch, and profit from your brand. I believe the chaos and confusion around what branding is, why it matters for your business, and how to translate your brand into profit leads to overspending on marketing, underperforming businesses, and overwhelmed leaders. Stay tuned to discover how to position your brand in the market, pitch your business with purpose, and profit from a life-giving brand that blesses you and your customers. I'm thrilled to have my good friend and great copywriter on the show, Jeff Coleman. Now, Jeff is a direct response copywriter, and he's worked with influential thought leaders like Paul Martinelli, Gary Chapman, Mike Kim, Dr. Amy Johnson, and many, many more. So you're going to get some great information on how to connect your personal brand with more of your customers. We're going to take a look and you're going to get answers to like, where should you start when it comes to writing copy for your personal brand? What what do you need to be looking for if you hire out copywriting from someone like a, like a copywriter? And we're even going to dab into a little bit of the neuroscience and the psychology behind copywriting. What you need to know as a personal brand in order to make, uh, you know, to take advantage of that. So, Tune in. This is going to be a great episode. I can't wait to dive in together. Let's do it with my good friend, Jeff Coleman. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to be here with the first Canadian, by the way, the first Canadian on the hey. podcast. Look at there, eh? Yeah. David Baird it. So I'm super excited to welcome Jeff to the podcast. So Jeff, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you hail from in the beautiful country of O Canada. And um, I'm super excited about sharing you and, and your great insights with our audience. So tell us just a little bit briefly about you, and then I'll ask you some more questions kind of about what you do and how you got started. Thing. Thanks for having me, Robbie. Um, yep. Excited for our conversation. You know, I mean, all you need to know is that I'm Canadian and that's, yes. that's it. Yes. Yep. Done. And Wrap it we're going to try to out apologize each other on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, definitely. I'm sorry. Nope. Sorry about that. Sorry I'm about sorry. That. You were going to say that first. I'm sorry. I was. Uh, anyway, so I'm um, a copywriter for a lot of uh, thought leaders and, and personal brand folks. Um, so copywriter meaning not, I just, I suspect, or I, I always assume that people mm-hmm. understand what I mean when I say I'm a copywriter. Right. But maybe they don't. So I apologize for that. Yeah. Are you going to keep the running to- uh, total or? or the Yo, yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah. At the end, in the show notes, we'll try to okay, do a there recap. We go. Anyway, I've got so one. So if you want to pause the podcast now, put an over and under on how many, <laughs> <laughs> how many uh, apologies we'll get. Uh, yeah. Go for it. And we'll. So I, I introduce myself as a copywriter and people think, great, I'm a lawyer that helps with. Right. <laughs> Trademarks and copyrights. Yeah. No, I, I help write them or I write the marketing material for mm-hmm. uh, emails and sales funnels uh, for thought leaders. So that's what I do. Yep. I get to do it from uh, my home office on the west coast of Canada, on an okay. island on the west coast of Canada, even better. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, basically a rainforest. 
uh, a temperate rainforest, they call it. So it rains a lot here. It doesn't snow. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm in Canada, but it doesn't snow. And how far um, from like if you cross the great border there into Washington state or whatever, how, mm-hmm. how far away are you from heading well, down you to can't, the States? You can't. That's been closed right. since March and there's <laughs> yeah, no, very true. no plan of opening it anytime soon. <laughs> right. Um, which is just weird, but yeah, typically normally in, in, in normal non-pandemic times, a, times. Yeah. Non-pandemic <laughs> times. Yeah. There's a ferry that goes right from, from oh, okay. Island uh, from Seattle. So, okay, cool. Um, we're pretty close by. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you write copy, not trademarks. You write copy for clients to help them market and sell their products, widgets, services, that, that kind of thing. So, you're doing that day in and day out. You get a new client that comes in. You know, just just walk us through as we're all listening to this. And and for some folks, they may be very familiar with this. And like you said, other folks may be like, oh wow, people get paid to pay to do that. So how do you get started when a new client comes in the door? They hire Jeff, and Jeff's like, all right, I'm going to, uh, you know, help you out help you sell your product or service or whatever, where do you start so that folks can kind of get an idea of, Oh, okay. That makes sense. I, I know what he does and, and how that would be helpful for a client. So, so mm-hmm. where do you start? Uh, I'll answer that in two ways. So I used to start with the, the overall brand, mm-hmm. um, the messaging, the story. Okay. A lot of times now the clients I work with, now they've already got that figured out there. There are a few okay. steps down the road. Okay. So they've got branding stuff figured out, not perfected, but, but, right. um, but figured out enough that it's not where I need to begin. So with, with clients, uh, in the past, when I would start with, with their brand, you know, we, before I write a single word, we're yep. hopping on, it used to be a four hour call, like half mm. the day. And we're figuring out everything from, you know, what's their avatar? Who are we talking Mm -hmm. to? What's the message that we want to get out there? What's the transformation that we want to Mm -hmm. uh, lead people through? All that type of stuff. Uh, So that's that's where I typically start uh, back then. I also used to be a story brand certified guide, if you Mm -hmm. ever heard of that. Mm -hmm. So I had a very particular um, framework that I was licensed to walk people through in terms of figuring out their their brand and their, their story. I haven't done that in a while, but, uh, but it's still a good, good framework to walk people sure. through. So now I, I spend a lot more time figuring out clients' voices before okay. I, um, which sounds, as I say it, it sounds like they have old <laughs> right. voices in their head yeah. going, I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. um, so since they've got their message figured out, they've kind of got their story at least identified, if not properly formatted. But, uh, so figuring out their voice, how they talk, how they, how they, how they communicate with their client base, you know, essentially mimicking the way that they speak, the words mm-hmm. they use, the, the grammar that they use, the flow that they have in their speech so that I can then become them as I write their emails, as I write their sales copy. So that's where I start now is kind of because they've got that, that initial element figured out enough, we start with the voice and then I, can, then I can move on to, you know, okay, so what's the actual story here that we're telling? Okay. So I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by b- both parties. Um, the one, you know, like, like you said, that you have to kind of start them from ground zero because they don't have those answers. They haven't mm-hmm. really thought through that yet. But that second group that comes to you and that, that, already, that work has been done to some extent, what do you usually get 
from them? And how do you usually get that? Like, do they just send you a file or, you know, how do you, how would you kind of put somebody in that second category where you say, Oh, if they have this, 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 and this, then, um, you know, I don't have to do the four hour session. Yeah. Um, so a lot of times they'll just send me probably stuff similar to what, you know, what you would have done with them, uh-huh, that type uh-huh. of document where right. it's, it's just a, a, a lengthy file of mm-hmm. here's our, our, you know, they got their avatar figured out. They know who yeah. they're talking to. They know enough details about that avatar, you know, perhaps the job they have, the income they have, but more their mm-hmm. goals, their aspirations, um, those types of things already okay. written down. So a lot of people say, oh yeah, I know, I know who my customer is, but they haven't done the work to write it down which is, mm-hmm. those are two very different yes. um, places, right? Right. Um, yeah, I know who my customer is. Okay, but now I'm writing for you. I don't right. know who your customer is. Right. So who are they, right? Tell Write it me. down, yeah. figure it out. Yeah, yeah tell me. Right. Right. So they, they have a document that outlines a lot of that, including um, not just their avatar, but also um, what's the, it's usually around aspiration, but what's the message that we're trying to get out there okay. uh, through your product? Uh, you know, as people are trying to use you as a brand to get to where they want to be, mm-hmm. uh, what's the story that we can tell to, to take them from point A to point B? Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So that's, that's typically the, the, the file that they'd send me is, is okay. similar to work that, that you would have done with them. Right. Not that right. I've ever taken over one of your clients, but. Right. But maybe one day. Maybe one maybe day. The, the South and the North shall meet. There you go. <laughs> we shall rise together. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. That, that's just, fascinating to think about, okay, what would Jeff get if somebody, somebody kind of already had that? And I'm sure that Mm -hmm. comes in different shapes and sizes where they think some of that and you have to follow up a little bit more and peel back the curtain um, and and do that. So when you're, when, so here you are now, you're, you're getting ready to start write some, to, to write some copy on their behalf to help them again, you know, market themselves. If there's not enough information on that customer they're they're you know really wanting to pitch what what kind of things leave jeff going oh man i need to know no more what what are some of those common maybe you know if we're thinking like you drive a car and you got the blind spots where you don't see so what do you get when you're like well I mean, that's better than nothing we didn't start from zero yeah. but i really need to know this in order to capture that voice that you're talking about Typically what's missing, I'll come back to voice because voice I can mm-hmm. usually figure it out. People don't know their own voice, so I have to do the okay. research to, to find right. it out. Right. But usually what's missing is that, um, is that aspirational piece that I just talked about. Mm. So it's, it's the most critical piece for me to, to write the marketing uh, journey for them. Mm-hmm. But so the, a lot of times they'll tell me, oh, this is who our customer is, but they won't define uh, what it is that they want, you know, where they are. Pain Island, as as our friend Mike uh, Kim likes mm, to say, Pain Island. Yeah. They know, or they don't know what their pain to pleasure island is. Okay, what that journey looks like, or what the bridge is that gets them gets them there. So, mm-hmm. so usually they have pieces of it, little right. breadcrumbs that I can follow the trail and, right. and try to figure it out, or or follow the trail and say, this is what I'm thinking your your message is. Am I right? right. And then they right. they can define it further or say, no, you're way off the mark. Or right. uh, yeah. So I forget what the question was, but yeah. I remember uh, how sorry, often, sorry for, so, yeah. no, 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 no. So there you go. There you go. Ding, yeah, three. I need a bell. I'll have to I'm insert. Three. Yeah. I'll have to insert my apologies for not having a physical bell on hand to ding every time. We'll add <laughs> it in, in post. Yes. I'll put it in post. Um, how percentage wise, how often is that aspirational piece 
missing? Did you say? I'm I'm curious. This is some of this is just for me. I'm fascinated by this. So clients I've worked with in the past, and those are those are more probably what what people listening to our conversation are. They're, yep. they're early yep. stage or mm-hmm. or sub seven figure, you know, below sure. seven figure right. Right. brands. Then it's mm-hmm. it's oh man, like ninety five percent right is pretty high, yeah. uh, and it's usually a one person business or or they have a few helpers, but but nobody's job is to figure out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we actually saying here? Right. right. Um, so that percentage is fairly high. Once you get to, I hate to say higher level of businesses, sure. but once yeah. you get to more income or longer term businesses, mm-hmm. often they've done some of that work. They've hired out for some of that work mm-hmm. in the past. And yet it's still probably 50% of them don't have, at least of the ones right. that I worked with, don't have a clear don't have that clearly set out, you know, right. Of, right. Of what's the journey that I'm trying to sell here? Yeah. Even, even like an eight figure brand, they, mm-hmm. they still don't, they, they know their products really well. They know sure. their customers really well. Yeah. Um, they know the end that their customers really want, but they have not defined a, a really good path that, that leads the customers down that path to go, Oh, I need to buy this next thing. And then I need to buy right. this next thing. Right. Or I need to double up my order next time or, yeah. or I need to tell friends about this or yeah. So it's still, it's still rather low. 50% yeah. seems. Yeah. Um, that was going to be my guess. I was mm-hmm. like hoping and hunching <laughs> in that direction. Like, I, cause I, I know in my experience, it, it is really rare. Yeah. Um, and I know so I've, I've tweaked my language, even when working with clients I will call them instead of the avatar thing or whatever, I will purposely call them customer transformation profiles. This is mm-hmm. what we're trying to nice. create. Yeah. Um, so that from the get go, the heading up there is I'm like, I don't want just a bunch of facts and figures on a piece mm-hmm. of paper about, you know, again, some uh, avatar like they're in a, in one of my teenagers video games <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah. If you can't help them transform, they're going to go looking elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I love, I love that. Um, you know, I, I love Cause I can imagine when you're in your shoes, like, unless that's clear, man, you're just handcuffed. You, totally. I mean, Absolutely. you can take their paycheck, but you're not going to actually be able to help them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and that's what, that's what you're, that's what you're there to do. So, mm-hmm. so once you get that, okay, so now you've got a clear picture. Usually you've had to help them nurse them along the way, <laughs> fill mm-hmm. that out mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, so where, where do you go once that, that kind of customer aspiration is clear about where, where you're wanting to help them take their customer, where do you go from there? Do you have, you know, do you turn to formulas and patterns? So in my mind, I've, I've pictured, right, you got all of your stuff and this is that classic writer's scene in the movie where you're just staring at the typewriter kind of, kind of picture. So where do you start once you have all of that kind of foundational material ready in place? Yeah. So I, I start with something called a a brand voice document for me. So that's assuming that they have their, their avatar or their Mm -hmm. their customer transformation document already done uh, as you called it. But um, so now I need to know, okay, so I can figure out the the campaign here. I can figure out what Uh elements need to be on the sales page, but I, I first need to know, at least the way that I work, I first need to know how I'm going to say it. So I, basically define their brand. Even if they've already supplied this to me, I, I define their brand by personality traits. Um, I describe, I, I 
walk through a template that I basically uh-huh, describe uh-huh. this really, really thoroughly for, okay, so they're energetic as a brand. What does that mean? You know, what's a broader definition of what that means to be an energetic brand? Mm-hmm. What does that mean that I do in the copy? What does that mean that I don't do in the copy? Gotcha. Uh, so obviously active voice instead of passive voice. Mm-hmm. Um, probably means I'm, I'm, I'm using short sentences if they're an energetic brand. Right. And short right. sentences so that we can go yeah. from one point to the next to the next. Keep the pace um, moving along. Keep yep. the pace moving along. Don't, I'm not writing long paragraphs. Paragraph, right, right. Um, right, so I figured that out um, uh-huh. as well for typically four or five personality traits for their brand. And then I, this is me just geeking out, but I go through, okay, what does that mean for their, their word preferences? What does that mean for their sure. tempo preferences? What does that mean for their jargon? What does that mean for mm-hmm. about 20, I think it's 23 different things that I go through, which is um, probably a bit excessive. But like I said, and I you're sorry about, about that. But I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> On the other hand, when I show that document to clients and they're like, yeah. holy crap, you've done a lot of work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Um, it's, it's, it's impressive in that sense. But I imagine like, do they get their hands on that? Because I imagine so after that engagement, mm-hmm. that is one super helpful piece of yeah. information that you figured out for them. Yeah. In addition yeah. to, and I wrote this copy for this marketing campaign or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That document, man, that's got some serious lifetime value. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it's, it's, there's no flat answer to that question. So similar right. to sometimes, you know, clients might've hired me in the past just to write a campaign. So I've figured out their customer right. uh, avatar on my own. Sure. Uh, yeah. They didn't right. want to pay me to do that for right. them. Right. So I figured I still yeah. need to figure it out on my own yeah, so I can write it. for them. But they don't get that document because they didn't right. pay me for it. Right. Um, so same with the brand voice uh, mm-hmm. document. They they can get it, but usually they don't want to pay for it um, as a separate deliverable. If they're on a retainer or something, that, that might be different. Right. Um, but um, yeah, that's usually not a document they want to invest in. Yeah. Okay. Which, which is fine. That just means they need to keep hiring me. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'd I'd love to um I'd love to do another podcast episode where we try to figure out how do we get how do we position that so Jeff's clients will pay for that. <laughs> um because I know I've wrestled with the same thing. It happens all of the time. Um if you're coming in from the so you're coming in from the word door, right? You mm-hmm. you open the door and I I can help you with your words. In the in the past, I would have most frequently come in from the design door, right? Mm-hmm. Help you with and I'm the same, I got the same exact struggles and issues. And for literally years, since I started doing some version of this, like in 2001, mm-hmm. um, I would do all that. And, and like you said, the, the customer doesn't, they appreciate it, but they never technically. So, pay for it. so like the, the guy who, um, mutual connection of ours, uh, uh-huh. Mike, Mike Brennan, who did my podcast cover art, uh-huh. he, he offered, you know, I can give you the whole, the whole brand guide, uh, yeah. uh, uh, um, like design, whatever it's right. called. Yep. Yep. Um, brand style you know. guide. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I didn't really want to pay for it. I just wanted to, sure. that, that's not a, a helpful document for me. I just, Mike, I want to come back to you and pay you more. Yep. So keep right. that yep. document, but right. I'll just and come I'll back just and, and pay you, you more for the next thing I need. Right. So right. I, I see the, the brand voice template or brand voice document is very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could, they could uh, pay me for it and I could send it to them they're not really going to know how to use it. Sure. Um, sure. It, it's helpful. They can pass it on to another writer. Right. But even right. then I, I'd, I'd rather uh, from my point of view and from theirs, 
um, what's most beneficial to them as well. Like just come back. Keep you around. Yeah. 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 So you're you're already running at 70 miles per hour or whatever. You can just hit the ground running the next time. Yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that totally makes sense. Okay. So you've, you've got the brand voice figured out and we're, we'll talk a little bit about at the end because you have a way for folks to believe it or not, get their hands Uh on this very document that we're talking about. Like, Whoa, I would love to see one of Jeff's brand voice documents. Well, we've got good news for you. Just hang on. We'll, uh, sorry, we can't give it to you now, but we will give that to you uh, in just a little bit. So once that's in place, you know, where, where do you head? Like I said, do you, are there formulas that you're using that a person listening to this can go, Oh, that's how the magic happens. Are you, you know, you just starting from scratch every time, or are there some, some, you know, some tools or formulas or patterns that you use, or I know I need these words here. What do you do next with that? On, on a particular piece or a particular campaign yeah, or, yep, or what? Yep. On a particular campaign. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of folks hire me to, to do email campaigns. Uh-huh. Like basically top of funnel type stuff, figure out their lead magnet, figure out an, an email campaign that comes uh-huh. after. Uh, so that's a very particular formula as well, which I call the 6P sequence. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a way to onboard folks, yep. download your lead magnet, they download a PDF from your website, you get their mm-hmm. email address in exchange, and then you send them, you don't just send them the, the document, but you send them a campaign, an email right, campaign right. over the next week or two. And so 6Ps, each of those basically, you know, it's, it, the P it's stands one for email. something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so PDF, it's, you deliver the, the email to right. them. Then you send another email. could be the same day, usually the next, uh, that goes through the problem. Say, I know that mm-hmm. this is yep. what you are, are going through. This is what you're struggling right. with. And you know that that's the problem because the title of your lead magnet specifically right. identifies that that's, right. that's their right. problem. Whether you name the PDF positively or negatively, you still sure, know sure. Yeah. that's their problem. Then the next P is promise. So okay. what do you do to, to help people overcome that problem? Mm-hmm. Uh, then you show them some proof, mm-hmm. uh, testimonials, case studies, yep. that type of thing, customer success stories. Uh, and then you send them a prompt, which is like a nine word email of, Hey, do you want to work on this together? And it's, it's very much oh. a yes or no binary type uh-huh. of, uh-huh. Uh, email. And, uh, I tend to strip it down in terms of design. It, it literally just looks like I send them a text yep. Yep. from my phone. <laughs> right. Um, but it's an automated campaign, but the reply rates on that are just huge because it, it, it's, it's like 10 words long, nine words right. long, and it's a yes yeah. or no question. It's just and usually, there. usually <laughs> they don't answer yes or no. They answer, right. tell me more about that. Or what would that look like? Or uh-huh. can we get on a call or, yep. um, and even if they do say no, that's still a positive because now, yeah. Um, you're not wasting any more effort on them. Sure. But also now my email service provider, like MailChimp or ConvertKit or, or whatever, uh-huh. is now sees them as, oh, this, this person just, it's not just emails they send out. They right. also get replies. Yeah. yeah. It's an um, so this is an subscriber. active list. This is yep. an engaged yep. list. So that's always good too. Prompt and then the pitch is the last one. Okay. So then yeah. you make your, your hard, right. your hard right. pitch to them. Fantastic. Uh, of course, you've had soft pitches all the way through the campaign. Sure, well. sure. See calls to Somebody's action. really ready. Yeah, they could have. Yeah. So, dude, I'm just tell me where to go get it. I'll go yeah. get it. Yeah. So I that's even a great, told you what uh, it is yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a great structure for a campaign that people yeah. uh, can use. It's it, sure. it works well for me and my clients. I think it's just helpful yeah. for folks to know if they're listening in on this, and maybe some of this is new. Maybe a lot of this is new. That they're not sitting there going, "How does Jeff every single time out of thin air?" just magically pull stuff that there are 
Um, and I know you're, you're talking about this on your podcast, which we'll talk a little bit about. There's an art and a science. Yeah. You're not just starting in a vacuum mm-hmm. <laughs> every single mm-hmm. time and going, okay, I have no, no idea. That's just helpful for people to know because they go, oh, most and most of those formulas, patterns, they're not deep dark hidden secrets that you have to join some secret society to get access to. <laughs> no, you just have In to. fact, the one you mentioned, uh, again, they can go get that from, yeah, from you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. off your I website. Got a, I think I've still got a webinar up on that one, on the yeah. 6P sequence. Yeah. Yeah. And the same goes for sales pages or, or website, um, right. home pages or things. It's all, it's all formulas. It's all, yeah. you do this and then this, and then, you know, you, you follow a, often follow the same format, just worded differently. Sure. sure. Okay, so speaking of formulas, we'll we'll see where this goes. Uh, I'm I'm always curious about this. So you you alluded to this. If anyone uh, is listening to the podcast and you know they looked at all into marketing, they've probably come across the very popular hey some version somebody's version of framing your marketing around a story, mm-hmm. right? Following the the pattern of a story. It's hugely popular right now. You hear about it all over the place. So. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just, and you, you mentioned you've had direct experience with that. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm curious, I hear all that. It all sounds fantastic to me. I don't have any data to back this up or anything. I'm just curious, mm-hmm. um, now that you've done this for a while, how, how much do you think an average customer? So let's say a, a businesses takes their website, they re kind of frame the, the, language and the message on that marketing message on that website to follow a story pattern. Mm-hmm. How much does the normal customer, I know we all think it's great <laughs> as the, on the, you know, backside of that, yeah. either the marketer or copywriter that helped them redo their website that way, or the business themselves that goes, Hey, we, we now put this in some sort of story pattern. How, how often do you think the actual customer can could recognize that like if we gave them a pop quiz after hey you just read that entire homepage um did you know that was that was actually crafted in a story can you plop out just these story elements and and how often do you think an actual customer could do that and then secondly does it matter if they can or can't I was going to say I'm not sure that that we even care that they right. that, a, that a customer can can uh, identify that that's a story if that customer on your website is a marketer, they're probably going to see the story. Yeah, they can sniff it out. There, right? right? Because yeah. that's that's what they're right. You know, subconsciously looking for. But yeah, I don't think it matters that that they uh, that they can recognize or see that it's a story. And the the main reason is, and this is a um, an important uh, principle that I learned from from StoryBrand as mm-hmm. well. But it, I don't All think it's original. It, yeah, I don't right. think it's it's not original to them either. But right the story that you're telling on your website, it's on your website, but it's not your story. It's, yeah. Right. It's the reader's story. It's the, mm-hmm. the cus- potential customer's story yes. um, of transformation that, mm-hmm. that you want to be telling. So, cause if it's just the story of your brand, I mean, that goes on your about page, maybe sure. sure. That's sure. sorry. About right. page. About. Um, about. Yeah. About. On your about page. And that's, that's a great place for it, but everywhere else. And even on that about page, it's about you, but it's really about them. Mm-hmm. But certainly everywhere else on your website, it's the stories about them, where they yep. are right now and where they yep. want to get to. Right. And the fact that you, your company, your widget, mm-hmm. your thing uh, can help them get to where they want to go. But that's so, yeah, they shouldn't necessarily be able to see that it's a story. Just 
just telling them where they are, where they want to get to and, right. and how right. to get there. Yeah. I just think with all the buzz going around story and marketing, uh, I want to give, if you're listening to this and you have a business, uh, I want to give you some relief, like uh, your customer nine times out of 10, unless they're Jeff or me, like we do this for a living, they are not going to know it's framed in a story format, nor if given a quiz, could they even fill out, okay, who is the main character? What was, you know, they're not even going to be able to take a breath. It's okay. The main thing that that we've talked about now three or four times in this episode is you've got to know where your customer wants to go, right? And that's what you have to speak to in your marketing and on your website. Don't just talk about yourself. Nobody likes somebody that does that anyway in real life. Guess what? Mm -hmm. They don't like it in business life either. So that's what the story framework can help you do, but that's the point of it. You can get there several, several different ways. So uh, I, I just know at times, because I'll have, and you probably have the same thing, clients, hey, I want to do it in this specific story, like framework. Mm-hmm. And they're just pigeonholed yeah. in the, this, it's got to be this way. Because I took yeah. the course or I read the book or whatever. And it's like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's a means yeah. to an end. We can get mm-hmm. to that same end. You know, yeah. like I said, lots, lots And there are so many different um, story structures. I mentioned the one yes. that, I, that I used to be certified in. It's great, great story structure. All it is is the hero's journey. Yep. Uh, Yep. Reframed marketed into marketing, well. right? right? Yeah. yeah. Marketed really well. And marketed well. <laughs> um, although marketed really well because it's using its own framework. Yes. To market it. Yeah. Um, yep. But it, it's all just the hero's journey. So mm-hmm. all these different story structures, and I'm even um, researching right now uh, from my podcast doing a, mm-hmm. uh, this week I'm starting a, a series specifically about uh, about stories and story structure mm-hmm. and how we use them in marketing, which you didn't even know, but thanks for the... There you go. The, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, there's so many different structures and the idea isn't to be tied to one. It's right. Uh, find the one that, that sure. works with your brain, find the one that works well, that you can figure out and then, and then tell your, uh, tell your customer's story really well through that framework. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask a little bit now, you've got a podcast. It is called what, what is your podcast name? The official title is the psychology of copywriting podcast. Okay. And I have listened to an episode. Fantastic. So highly recommend that. We'll put a link to that in the show notes so that they can go uh, start tracking with you there. So you don't have to listen to an episode to get from the title, the psychology of that you're looking into the psychology of copywriting beyond just, hey, here's a quick formula to, to do. So why should brands or companies care about, you know, some of that neuroscience or the psychology and some of the, we said, we mentioned briefly art science, you know, why should they care about something um, like neuroscience or psychology? So, yeah, again, our, our mutual friend, Mike, uh, Mike mm-hmm. Kim, him and Ray Edwards launched a, a thing a while back. Yep. Um, they were selling sales page um, templates, basically. Template, they said yep, am, yep. only amateurs right from scratch. I would also genius copywriting move, by the way. Yeah. I don't want to be an amateur. (laughs) Yeah. I would add that only amateurs, uh, write for the art of copywriting. Hmm. Only amateurs are are interested in, Ooh, what fancy words can I get on here? Uh, what flowery little little Mm -hmm. phrases can I, can I insert? What cute little call to action button can I have? Mm. Um, and those are fun. Those are good. They can work sometimes, but right. copywriting is, is more than an art. It's also a science. So right. you got to understand what the heck's going on in the brain 
of your reader as they're reading your, your stuff. So that's one of the reasons that we use story because it's, it's something called narrative transportation. It takes them, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've all done this in movies in in commercials, even if it's done well, but, um, we forget where we are. We yep. just find ourselves in that story. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous when we're listening to a podcast and that happens while we're driving. Right. <laughs> and you um, go, how did I, how did I get, yeah, how to did the I, kids how did I get here? <laughs> right. Um, oops, I meant to go to a different place. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you got to understand what's going on in the brain of, of your reader so that you can, I don't mean it to sound manipulative, but so that you can steer where they're going mm-hmm. um, so that you can lead that conversation to where you want it to go because you, you understand, oh, if I talk about this, it's going to trigger their amygdala. Or if I talk about mm-hmm. that, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to you know, send them into uh, that narrative transportation where I get to mm-hmm. show them. I'm selling wine and I get to send them to Tuscany in Italy mm. to, to, to have right. a, a glass of Pinot. Right. So right. Right. Um, understanding what's going on in their brain is, is what makes in my, in my opinion, what makes a professional a professional. All right. So I love asking this question. So here we have a professional copywriter. Okay. So how would you, let's say you've got a friend, right? And for whatever reason, they didn't hire you for their copywriting, mm-hmm. but they come back to you and, hey, I, I just hired a copywriter um, to do this. The project's finished or whatever. How would you tell, you know, an entrepreneur, someone who's a personal brand, someone maybe who's, who's you know, running a, a business, how, how do they know if at the end of the day they got, how do they evaluate whether the copywriting they got from somebody they hired is good? How do they know? Mm-hmm. Two really quick answers and then I'll, then I'll give a, a longer answer. But first mm-hmm. of all, if the word I is in there a whole bunch, like you, mm. that, that clearly indicates that they're writing your personal story on, right. on the website right. and not the customer's story. So I is like the, the biggest no, no word mm-hmm. in copywriting. So mm-hmm. uh, it's okay if it's in there a few times, but look for sure. that. And if, yeah. if, uh, if it's there a lot, then then tweak the copy or get them to tweak mm-hmm. the copy so that I is, is less of a focus and, yep. and the customer is more of a focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is don't be obsessed with word count. Um, mm. It sounds, perhaps it sounds like, a, like an excuse or, or a way to do less work, but actually writing uh, fewer words is much, much harder. Sure. Uh, you want every word that's on your, whether it's a sales page or in an email or on your website, you want every word to fight for its right to be there. And so, you know, why say in 50 words what you could have said in five? Mm. Uh, it's going to engage the, the brain of your reader a lot more. It's going to keep them on task, on point, mm-hmm. you know, on, your, on your asset, on your sales right. page or, or website or whatever. So yeah, look for eyes, get rid of the eyes and don't be <laughs> fooled by short being bad. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes short is just means they've been yeah, lazy, lazy and not done a good job. But right. if it's short, you should be able to tell, oh, this is, this is powerful right, stuff. Right. And then the, the longer form answer is just how does it, you know, what's your gut feel as you read mm-hmm. through it? Does, it? does it feel like the way that you'd talk, the way that you'd want your brand represented? Does it feel like they've really understood who your customer is, where they are, where they want to go? And if you can't tell, then get, get a friend, get a spouse, get somebody mm-hmm. uh, who isn't as close to the brand as you are to read right. through it and give you their thoughts. Most copywriters are, are, are decent. We all also really like feedback or maybe not right. like, but work better with feedback. So yeah. typically what they should be sending you, you should think of it as a first draft. Um, so you should be saying, 
know, what about this? Or what about that? You should be mm-hmm. supplying feedback uh, so that they can go and write a better second version or third version and make sure if you have a, you, know, you should have a contract. If you do have a contract with them, make sure that second and third revision are in there or it's first and there. second revision right. Right. are in there um, so that you can give them thoughts and they can go back and make it stronger. It typically will take one or two revisions to get, to get to the final version. Sure. Don't be afraid okay. to, to give feedback. You're not going to hurt their feelings. And even if you are going to hurt their feelings, which actually you might, as a Canadian, I get very offended. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. You might hurt their feelings. Uh, even if you do hurt their feelings, you're paying them. So yes, they can suck it right. up. Right. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's really, really helpful. Uh, anybody can do that. Yeah. I will oftentimes tell my client or I'll do this if they hire me ahead of time, hit the homepage in your browser. If it involves a website, even if it doesn't, I'll, I'll usually go there because if it's not on the site, it's, you know, that's a, a usually a pretty good sign of how other things are going and just, mm-hmm. you know, control, find command F do the word I or you. Yeah. If I see no use on the page, Y O U, right. I'm like, eh, there's a, I mm-hmm. have to keep reading to know, okay, there's some work to be done there. They yep. haven't yep. thought about framing this in light of their customer. Uh, and it sounds so simple. But it really is uh, challenging for most businesses because, again, we're, we've got our own agendas. I'm hiring Jeff and I'm, you know, here's my campaign. And here's the budget and the contract. And like, this is important. That's why I hired Jeff um, because I, I really want this done. And it just gets hard to remember, yeah, but your customer doesn't care about your third quarter goals. <laughs> yeah. that, that's not why they're on your site. Like, oh, I want to make yeah. sure this company hits their third quarter numbers. So, and, and to speak to the, the moment that we find ourselves in with, I don't know what it's, what it's like down there. Uh, there are hints and rumors that we might be shutting down restaurants, things up here again, but mm. your customer also, unless, unless they're a really loyal and engaged audience, they don't really care about your problems right now. Correct. You need right. to sell more product. We all need right. to sell more product. We all need right. to get more, more clients right now that's not part of your story. Your story is how do you, or sorry, that's, that's not the part of the story that you tell. You tell the story sure. of this. These are, you know, hectic times, un, yep. uh, unconventional, crazy times. Here's how we can help. Yep. Uh, and yep. you draw them into that story and then that's how you sell more stuff yep. and, and yeah. do a better job for your business. Not by saying, Oh, we need your help. Excellent. Okay. So let's wrap this up by telling folks a little bit about where they can find more info about you. You've got a podcast that we mentioned. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. On your website, I know that the brand voice uh, piece that you spoke about, you actually have a template that can go download that, grab that for free mm-hmm. and um, find that, start using that and and even at least see the categories, even if they're not going to use it. Yeah. They can, yeah. they can look through that and go, Whoa, I need to figure some of these, some yeah. of these pieces out. If, uh, if they do nothing else with that, the brand voice template, mm-hmm. um, just figure out though, that first top section that we already talked about, the figure out your, your, uh, brand personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the four or five personality traits and what does that, what does that mean? Then what does it mean you do and you don't do mm. in, in how you write, uh, figure that out. The rest, yep. the rest of that page of the template is, is me geeking out about sure. what I supply for clients, but mm-hmm. um, figure out that top part for sure. And then there's a few different story formats in there as well. Okay. Can, can use. Okay. So we'll throw the links to that. The psychology of copywriting podcast with Jeff Coleman. We'll throw your website in there where they can go grant, uh, download that brand voice and 
I believe I looked today, they can get the six piece that's on there somewhere. Uh, we'll put a link directly to that. So if they want to grab that from you, they, they can do that. I do so much appreciate your time. Appreciate your, your honesty and your super helpful information for our audience. Any, any last things you want to remind them about? I just want to say, I'm sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm sorry for this whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, I would, I would just uh, tell people, go check out uh, my podcast, Psychology yep. Copywriting. I really do try to, to I mean, we geek out for about 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then we get into some real practical, what does that mean for how you write, right. uh, how you tell your story. So go check that out. Um, and then we're going to link to pretty much everything else that we already yep. talked about. But Everything um, you ever have done I or I firmly believe in, in just giving stuff away. Yeah. Uh, valuable stuff. So there's tons of, of uh, free stuff on my website to go, go awesome. check out. Awesome. Well, like I said, we'll put all of that in the show notes. And thank you so very much for your time today. Go check out his podcast, The Psychology of Copywriting. And uh, I'm sure we'll chat again. Jeff, we'll have you Absolutely. on here. I'll have again. to have you on since, uh, uh, since you're a five. That's right. We'll, yeah. we'll five out for sure. It was so good to talk to my friend Jeff, packed with information. So thankful again that he joined us on this episode of the podcast. A couple of things to remember. Go check the show notes. I will put a link to Jeff's website. He also has a training coming up on February 20th, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But on February 20th, he's got a free webinar on how to write your own six-figure sales page. So make sure you go to his website, check that out, get signed up for that. Again, I'll put a link to his website in the show notes. And uh, you can also get to his Psychology of Copywriting podcast. That's all in the show notes. One other quick thing I wanted to mention, I want you to go grab my new resource. It's called Four Ways to Make a Great First Impression with Your Website. It's a little cheat sheet that's going to help you really quick four ways to make a great first impression with your website. It is great for coaches or consultants, speakers, authors, creators. If you've got a personal brand, go grab that new resource. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, or you can find it on my website, robbyf.com, R-O-B-B-Y-F.com. Can't wait to talk again next time. Until then, go and build a life-giving brand.